Welcome to Jurassic Park. Brings us into Fiji Empire. <laughs> oh. I didn't intend to start the episode that way, but it worked too well. Uh, <laughs> this is a uh, Fiji Empire episode thirteen, all about Jurassic Park games. Um, I wish I could have timed it around a release of a new Jurassic Park something. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Uh, the uh, Blu-ray just came out. The hey. Blu-ray did come out uh, in December, and it's pretty good. Well, there is a Dino Crisis level in Street Fighter Cross Tekken coming soon. Okay, that's sort <laughs> of there. There's dinosaurs in that. Um, yeah, I'm Brett Elston, the host of VGEmpire.com, and with me are two people who are sitting with me. Hi. Hi. You thought I was going to introduce myself. I hope you would. Nope. Uh, I am Christopher Flamtista. Mr. Graham. Mr. Graham. Mr. Graham. Uh, so yeah, bringing us in, that was the uh, jungle music from uh, Jurassic Park for Super NES. Mm. Um, I just uh, So would Jurassic you? Park, strangely, oh. is 1993, and mm. movie licenses, you know, when a movie game comes out now, it gets mm. blasted across like every platform. Yeah. Think of like kids' movies and stuff. Jurassic, and Jurassic Park, like in 1993, it was mm-hmm. a, it was a handful of blasts, which is a common. It's hard to think like it was a common practice even that long ago. New movie comes out, it's going to be on NES, Super NES, Genesis, mm-hmm. Game Boy, 3DO, PC, Sega CD, Game Gear, Arcade, everywhere. See two different uh, uh, Amiga and DOS versions as yeah. well that came out simultaneously. Like this thing was just everywhere, and it's one of those movies that I don't remember being made aware that much that far in advance that a movie was coming out yeah like i knew leading up to it that what was it was coming but like mm-hmm. not long yeah because it was uh strangely came about a month after the super mario brothers movie so Oof. my mind was more focused on that <laughs> but then jurassic ah. park came out and uh to this day is my favorite movie of all time and for reasons that i could go into but that's not what the more than about. jurassic park 3 god jurassic park <laughs> we watched that recently it we was, did it was uh pretty amazing the ending is something else yeah, yeah. I remember seeing it in the theater in 2001, thinking it wasn't that bad, and then watching it. Yeah, with you guys, it was like mm, nerds, uh, nerds. <laughs> um, yeah, and at this point though, 93, like the whole idea of having a game blasted across that only happened like 
Mm-hmm. I was trying to think, is this the first case of a movie game huh. getting just shot everywhere? And I know Batman Returns had it everywhere just the yeah. year before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but before that, there's like, yeah, there was a Ghostbusters game on a couple of things, but not really but widespread. The strange thing where they all those came out at different times, but what separate Yeah. This came out simultaneously, yeah. but every platform had a different version of it. Yeah, they were Park all game. different. That's what's weird, yeah. Yeah. So, so I know uh, Baby's kids hit every <laughs> every console, but they were the same game. And a cool world game for and some a reason. Cool world Damn. game. Which was terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprise. And everything. Yeah. Um but the thing that got me about Jurassic Park is that every one of them had really good music, and mm-hmm. it, none of them have anything to do with John Williams. Not a single one of them. Yeah. And they all have weird things about all of them that came out in that same time period. So bringing us in was the wow. Super NES. Uh, this is Jonathan Dunn, who did the music for both the Super NES and the edit. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, Jonathan Dunn, Dunn, Dunn. It's good. I'm Thank sure you. he got that. Thank you. <laughs> Um, and these are both developed by Ocean, NES and Super Ooh. NES versions. So they seem to be responsible for a lot of the other ZX Spectrum stuff we're looking at in a different show. Yes, um, <laughs> there's a lot of ZX. Uh, yeah, John Dunn and someone else will bring up. Yeah, there's a lot of just crisscrossing between. And before I get into the music, this made this was supremely difficult to research because really? it's one of those things where there's a port of a game. So someone did the music for what is considered the hit, the main version. Mm-hmm. Mm. And then there's whoever did the ports. Weird. And then if no one recorded the credits on YouTube and they mm-hmm. and no one bothered to put it in a database anywhere on the internet, mm-hmm. there's just no way to clarify who actually wrote the music for which version. It's like, oh, here's who was involved with the music for Jurassic Park. And there's just a list of names. And right. it's like, well, I can narrow that Jonathan Dunn did do the NES music because I saw his name in the credits. Right. Um, so And we'll see this issue come up. But yeah, John Dunn did... Uh, well, it's just great how disposable they consider it all. Yeah. It's just like, I needed money, so I did the money for this, you know, the music for this game, and then I completely forgot about it. And it's yeah, just like, it's weird. The idea that there's you know people after the fact that are like, oh no, I really would like to know who did this, because it's good. Because it's just, good. Um, but yeah, all the Super NES stuff has like, all the Jurassic Park music has, for, for NES Super NES, has like an extra layer of depth to it, because it comes from these C64 programmers that would use the, the SID sound chip, and mm-hmm. like, you could do a lot of really interesting stuff with that that was just sounds incredible. Like Rob Hubbard is known for using it to great effect as well as someone we'll, we'll hear from a little bit later. Uh, but yeah, before we get too ahead of ourselves, John Dunn also did other NES stuff. He did Darkman, which is really good, the music for Darkman, and other C64 stuff. But uh, what brought us in was the Super NES, which again was John Dunn, Ooh. is just, that's to me a great example of the Super NES sound chip being put to good use. It mm. It doesn't sound, it's not something that's possible on another console at the time. And it sounds really rich and it's very it's varied and the music is all over the place in a good way like there's a lot of variation in that soundtrack but like that's the music when you you hear this welcome to jurassic park which sounds like is just a sound engineer like oh we should do that we should put that in the game <laughs> yeah hey will you come over here and talk in this mic what what do you want me to say just say welcome to jurassic park like this welcome to jurassic like it's dead monotone yeah Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> wow. It's just completely deadpan. God. Uh, it, does, it sounds like the Simpsons impression of Al Gore. You yes. are hearing me talk. Yeah. But then it's followed by this really great just... Yeah. All right. Now I'm into it. Yeah. So, but it picks up. I want to play Crash Bandicoot something. Beers. Yeah. I can Woo. see that. But uh, we'll go into the NES music, which again, is just this strangely very rich uh, thing. We'll do the title screen music, which is also from a stage later in the game because you have to write more music and that mm-hmm. takes time. <laughs> Let's just use it. Level one, which is just so damn good. And it hits this like this drum noise, this really 8-bit noise, the mm-hmm. 8-bit drum noise that it just tweaks this certain part of my brain that I really love. Hit sticks. That's what I call Hit it. Hit sticks. Hit yeah. sticks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when we come back after we've played that song, I really want to uh, I want to point something out to you guys because uh, it's amusing to me. But then also after, we'll also do a uh, Raptor Pen, which is uh, like the main theme has this. There's a progression of an actual song. It's not like this thirty second thing that then loops and it's like there I wrote a game music. Mm-hmm. It's actually kind of goes through this kind of progression and plays a whole song and then it's over, which it was not not common at the time. You do this main melody, mm-hmm. hey, it's Cutman's theme, or hey, it's the level three from Castlevania and it's going to do this theme that's right. going to really be bored into your brain uh, in a good way. Bored, B-O-R-E-D, not boring. Bored. Like, I, a, like a drill. I see. Like a drill, Chris. Bored drill. like a wild hog. Yes, bored. <laughs> right. Title screen, level one, Raptor Pin, be right back.
yeah. Hey, do you know yeah. what's stronger than the raptor pen? What's that? The raptor sword. Raptor sword. No, I got that backwards. Three out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Raptor right. pen is Forget that happened, everybody. Okay. <laughs> raptor pen is mightier than raptor sword. That's what I meant to say. Okay. Damn, you really channeled the funny. So close. Mm. Well, I wanted to make sure everyone got... That's the, cool. Make sure cool. the joke was incorrect. I'm glad I didn't tell people where they can hear more of me. Yes. <laughs> so why would they at this point? <laughs> I'm surprised I hadn't heard that song. Those are all really like... It's solid. all really yeah. good. So the interesting thing about uh, that level one Jurassic Park theme is... Uh, it's weird. He... Uh, when you listen to that intro, I, when I was looking on the YouTube video and found out, oh, John Dunn did the music, someone pointed out, like, oh, this is, uh, is straight out of a loading screen from another game for the C64 called Comic Bakery. <laughs> and, uh, and, Good I'm like, call. and I'm like, what? And I look up, and it's like, he's not listed as the composer of Comic Bakery, so did he steal it or mm-hmm. sample it or something? So mm-hmm. I looked up Comic Bakery, who's Martin Galway, who is apparently, like, a pretty mm. famous, as mm. far as C64 composers, like, known person. He also did, strange enough, the music for the NES Rambo game, mm. which is garbage. Yes. The game is terrible. Um, but he also did uh, the music for a short circuit game yes. for the C64. Oh, yeah. Alive! The ZX. Um, but yeah, so here's... I, I'll try to play this back-to-back, but I'm using my phone and iTunes combined. Uh-oh. So, Uh-oh. so remember this theme? So... Remember this bit? Yeah. Sure. Keep that in mind. Okay. All right. Now here's uh, from Comic Bakery. Many years earlier. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Yeah, that's kind of undeniable. Uh-oh. So this this guy we're exalting right now is a thief, a liar. Um. No? I don't know. Oh, I thought you were going to unearth some connection. No, well, that's no. what's weird. Well, they're all C64 composers, so I don't know if it's like an homage, because yeah. it's kind of sampling. It does seem a little too specific. But then, like, whoever pointed that out, wherever they pointed it out on YouTube, yeah. he could have gone to his grave with that knowledge, and I think yeah. this is the most it'll ever be uh, put out there. Well, I think it's kind of a... The bit is like that comic bakery loading screen, because mm-hmm. what it was is they'd make songs specifically for like install screens or title screens for C64 mm-hmm. games and that you know the whole Sid sound chip scene is actually pretty interesting mm-hmm. and that song in that circle is pretty well known so when someone heard that Jurassic Park game samples it it's like what that's that song that everybody knows who bothers to hang out in that circle <laughs> right 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 um whoa let me get plugged back in here um Moving on. I just thought that was... I had never heard that. It's, and, you know, yeah, it's a it. pretty close... Stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's super hard to figure out who did what on what system. Like, mm-hmm. You look at all the those... The port, like, he'll do this for one system, but then he does the port. Like, I spent an hour trying to figure out who did the music for the Genesis Mortal Kombat today. Wow. And trying to find that out, mm-hmm. like, no one wrote it down. Yeah. There's no credits video on YouTube for it. I don't yeah. have the cart... Like, I don't have the instruction manual... Short of playing it myself and beating it, like I have people who I think might be, and there's things that sound like it. As for the Genesis, we'll get into a little bit later. It's like this sounds like Mortal Kombat music. It must be that guy. I don't know. Oh, yeah. so it's ever, just supremely frustrating. Did I ever tell you about my buddy? He he made some music long time, way before I was ever in this industry. He made some freelance music for Interplay. Okay. Uh, he got no credit. He got paid up front. Wow. Got no credit. Was never even told where it was used. Wow. And where like still to this day like i haven't talked to him in years but right. never knew where it went wow. but he was paid up front for it and he was told he would not be credited with it nor would he get residuals wow. so that's how that stuff used to work back in the day now you like, have oscar winners composing right music. because like i have to cross-reference three different sites which are vmg right. vgmdb great mm-hmm. site mirsoft which is similar but more has a more western focus as mm-hmm. far as i can tell and then vgmpf which is the protection front or foundation this is only a little after the era where you would play one of you know a legendary <laughs> nes game and the credits would be taro mike yeah j bb j kinko bb yeah it's like yep those are the guys that made this yeah. <laughs> i see music by martin galway yeah martin galway is the guy who comic did- bakery yeah. What? No, Comic Bakery is a delightful master. You look like a bunch of schnarfs from Thundercats stealing croissants. Could I call it? <laughs> could I call it a masterpiece? Brought to you. <laughs> That's so nice. And it's by Konami. Oh wait, it's by Kionami. <laughs> so logo. moving from the uh, NES scene, uh, Jurassic Park all launched sure. concurrently. By the way, so mm-hmm. at the mm-hmm. same time that was out, you hop over to Super NES, and you get this set of songs. And the Super NES game is 
again, they're all totally different. The NES one is much more of a... It's an overhead action game. Mm. Run around, shoot things, get to the end of the level. The uh, Super NES is almost like a mini Link to the Past yeah. kind of thing where it's overhead... To me, it, to me, it looked like the least interesting at the time. But it, that's the thing. At the time, it was the it was the hardest to convince hyperactive thirteen year old. This is the Jurassic Park game you need to play because it's go. such a slow burn. Perfectly said. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. the Genesis one was play as a raptor, play as Grant, ah! shoot stuff, ah! helicopters, dinosaurs, yeah. Like. And as every situation, like those games don't hold up at, they don't at really all. Hold and up. the one that may have looked as interesting on the onset is actually the one that people put time this, into, this and is the which is a beautiful better. analogy for the entire run of the Sega Genesis yes. system. Yes, I might add. Well, which is a beautiful analogy for life. Are we yeah. going to talk about the Genesis version later? Yes. Later. Okay. Okay. For for relationships, I'm just you know. You may you may want to get in bed with the, the hot floozy, but uh, yes. maybe you should. Uh, why can't I do it all? Why can't I do it all? <laughs> but yeah, so the Super NES one. But and this is another thing where John Dunn is in the credits, but on Mirsoft, the site that does a good job of tracking all this stuff and leads to the SPCs and, and the, the files for all these mm-hmm. games, it says Dean Evans, who did other Ocean stuff, but like he's not in the credits, or did he handle the port, or Jonathan mm-hmm. Dunn handled the port? It's just like I can't. It's all muddled. It's all so muddled, and I'm like. Am I, maybe I'm just reading it wrong because I was in a hurry. No. Nope. Mm. But I don't know. Um, but Super NES music is way more rich. It's what we came into the show with. Mm-hmm. The Super NES game is unique, not just for being this weird, like, borderline action RPG thing where you gain things to get to the other parts of the level and the whole island is open to you. Uh, it's one of the only 16 bit games that has a first person area, which is the music that we came in singing Stand By Me. <laughs> Toy Story being the notable exception. What? Toy Story is a first-person section. Well, I said it's one of the only. Oh, okay. Because uh, Zero Tolerance for Genesis had it as well, and there were Doom uh, ports. There was a Doom and Wolfenstein port. Um, but it also was one of the first games to use Dolby Pro Logic. Huh. Uh, so that's an interesting point as well. Uh, but that, instead of... It's just Grant, as you explore the island, you get things that let you open up different areas of the island. And mm-hmm. it's actually a really cool adventure game. Yeah. But each new area has a different theme. And uh, we'll go into... The river, which is one of the first times I remember the music changing from that original jungle music that when we started, that boom, 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 boom. So you go into this river music and realizing, oh, this is one of those games that actually is going to want to tie music to a scenario mm. instead of just having here's some music. It's like, oh, when you're by the river, it's this. When you're in the mountains, which is the song after that, the mountain song will play this song. And the mountain music is like super pure mood style, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Enigma, and, I like it. Enigma, Enigma. yeah. yeah. Return to um, God, I love Return to Innocence is like one of my most guiltiest pleasure songs of <laughs> all time. Like I just, I almost cry every time I hear it. It's just, it's brushing my teeth in the morning, and I just turn my iPod on random, and it comes on. Yes, I really feel it. Well, then I just have to remind you that same album had a song on the Sliver soundtrack, which is like just made that whole song. The whole album seems smutty to me. Oh, but it has the DJ UFO X Files theme. Does it? <laughs> just All right. it's just the X Files theme. Just it's really that was difficult to do back then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the mountain. It takes you a while to get that far in the game. So you hear this music, and it really feels different from the other two. And it at that, and then the final, the other one is the next to the ocean is this flighty, oh. airy, stare out at the horizon and contemplate your next move kind of feeling. Uh, it's totally out of well. Then the next song is the high score music, which Jurassic Park and high score just does not even make <laughs> sense in this. Roar. <laughs> the high score is totally out of place in like 70s funk weirdness, and it just doesn't make any sense. And that's why I wanted to put it in here. It's just jumping flash kind of. Um, so yeah, river, mountain, ocean, and then I had to throw the high score in there, uh, and then we'll be back.
score music? Yeah, man. Hey, you're going to want to see what's in the Jurassic Park shop around this time uh, after you've beaten the game. It's like I need to buy a beach towel. Yeah, and, it's, like... it sounds like somebody is selling me something at the end of a VHS. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the movie. Well, guess what? <laughs> Jurassic Red... Park store is open for business. Send a self-addressed self stamp envelope. If I can only bring this up, because I'm looking at a bunch of the game covers um, uh-huh. on Moby Games, and I forgot there was that little JP Jurassic the JP Park logo. logo. And that's yeah. on all these games, and it yep. was on all the merch, too. Yeah. It seemed to go away as we went for Because there have been a lot more Jurassic Park games. Oh, yeah, lots uh, of stuff. This I, is all Jurassic like, Park, the game episode one, The Intruder for iPad. Oh, it's just the Telltale game. It's a Telltale game. Uh, yeah, the Telltale game, not part of this, by the way. Mm-hmm. Not much music to go off of that. But so this is I'm imagining that music. that music, the uh, top score music playing, and then it's just number one, ass, number two, sex. The <laughs> <laughs> clean show, Michael. It's a clean show. Keep it clean. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Those are two separate statements, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you didn't combine them into something inappropriate. Was... I see. Right. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, this episode's all about the launch Jurassic Park, like mm-hmm. that all ha- that all hit all at once. Mm-hmm. Like this, uh, this all this music descended on us at this exact same time frame. Um, but yeah, the Jurassic Park Super NES, it just it's it's such a different thing, mm-hmm. and that's why I like it so much. Because I like that there were three games and they were all totally different. They right. they all had their merits, and I thought that was really it's cool. Not an, it's not a very action oriented game or a scare oriented no. game. Yeah, and the dra- yeah. and the uh, Super NES one had that had that. Mm-hmm. had a bit of scare to it because in the first person scenes which handle like complete crap because it's trying to do first person you know mm-hmm. with raster graphics or whatever that was called uh, with Ristar Ristar um, with the Super NES which is very difficult but you turn the corner and there's just like a raptor with these glowing yellow eyes staring at you from a hallway and you're like oh my god oh my god oh my, oh my god. god and you don't know what you, like you're like if I move at all like you actually have this really genuine like oh no 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 and then you shoot them with a grenade, and they blow up into fire, and it's just like, ah, gotcha. <laughs> just barely gets <laughs> That's into how the game. But yeah, it, you're actually low on ammo. It's like almost, it's not quite, but it's like almost a survival horror Ooh. game in a way, because you're very low on ammo most of the game, and mm-hmm. it just comes down to, instead of a knife, you have a cattle prod. Mm-hmm. And you shoot this little beam it's of like electricity. It's scrolly, but it is more survival. Like Yeah. It's, I don't know, it's kind of a precursor to that. I mean, huh. Sweet Home for Famicom was kind of the beginning of that whole thing, which led directly to Resident Evil and the Mansion of the Hidden Souls and stuff like that. Uh, Clock Tower. Clock Tower as well. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, it's definitely not that far, but it has that element of, I don't want to get hit by these dinosaurs because they right. will eat me, and that's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, so that brings us to the Genesis section of the show, ah. which um, the Genesis version was developed in the <laughs> West, and that was done by Sky... Oh, wait, was it... Um, I see. Well, Sega did a lot of the uh, the publishing duties. Well, on Sega pu- Sega published um, the the Jurassic Park for Genesis because they this is a time period where they want to differentiate themselves from Nintendo at all costs. Yes. So, so rather than have like this NES and Super this NES, might be the one, question I was going to ask. Despite you, yeah. being slightly different games, mm-hmm. both were overhead, and you know Genesis was the whole attitude super rough and tumble huh. attitude so it's like well let's get a game that's cool i was well i was thinking of all the other licensed games that came out in that time period your aladdin's and your beauty and the beast yeah. and your mickey stuff and like instead of like farming it out to some third-party developer like all those all these characters that i just spoke of including the jurassic park characters interacted with the sega logo yeah and i love that i love yeah that. the t-rex head comes <laughs> out, out and, and like roars it. at yeah uh, um so yeah sega pushed their their version very hard you could play as grant or the raptor or the raptor and it's like well, yeah, if I can play as a dinosaur, screw your stupid Super Nintendo version. That's slow and dumb, and I got to go walk and find stuff. It's like, I just want to play the raptor and jump at people. All right. And it kind of controls like butt, and it's a really hard game to play, and I felt like it's one of those games where you get hit no matter what you do. <laughs> and I, 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 it was very hard for me a to Genesis get into. Genesis game, got it. Genesis game. Mm-hmm. It just took me a long time to get what was so fun. But much like the first Ninja Turtles game for NES, where you're like, uh-huh. I, I have to like this. It's a Ninja Turtles game. <laughs> they made this for me. They made it for me. Yeah. And, and then yeah. you play Jurassic Park for like a week, and you're like, but I kind of hate this. Mm-hmm. Ah, I shouldn't have got this one. I think the kicker for me was, I played both of them, and I just remember playing the Genesis one. It was like, that felt closer to the movie than the SNES A bit one. so, yeah. And yeah. Because it played a little closer to the story of that one, and then it's just like seeing the... Semi rotoscoped or whatever mocap. Yeah, they mocap. Like they mocap Grant. Okay, but yeah, then yeah. the dinosaur was stop motion. The dinosaur was horrible. Yeah, like on paper, that's the coolest idea ever. When you play that, it's awful. There's yeah. so many platforming things, and he has the worst yeah. jumping mechanics. Control like you have to hold down and hit jump, and he does yes. this hop. Yeah, and it's like 
It's like playing an out of this world or flashback kind of game. Only yeah. I'm a dinosaur who can't. Dinosaur. A dinosaur. I also recall that though being one of the prettiest games in the Genesis. Like the graphics on that, which is the fluidity and everything, and then like you would see the little like compies everywhere. Yeah, the compies like, that you could eat to get health back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, I just remember that being a really. It's cool a really, it's game. a very clever game yeah, uh, with yeah. with great music. Uh, developed by Blue Sky, probably best known for Vector Man uh-huh. uh, one and Ooh. two. Um, I tried to find out, yeah, if this the composer Sam Powell, if he did the Mortal Kombat music for Genesis, but it's the internet. That's like no definitive article, no like cross referencing things, and like one site will be will be thorough, but it's mm-hmm. like this is confusing layout, and I want to verify it with another source, and no one else wrote it down. I, mm-hmm. I it's see, just really I, difficult. I see Sam Powell attributed to Mortal Kombat and Jurassic Park. Oh, I see him attributed there, mm-hmm. but it, what site are you on? Moby Games. I don't know. I, I mean, those other sources are very video game music focused. But I like, know he definitely did Faceball 2000. Faceball. And uh, Robocop vs. Terminator. There was a poster for Faceball 2000 and Nintendo Power. Yeah, yes, yes. I have yep. <laughs> And uh, Ports of Wing Commander, which again is like, who did, like, the Super NES version, I think, of Wing Commander. Um, so let's go into the three songs from, uh, so there was the Sega Genesis uh, Jurassic Park, which I liked at the time, but as I aged, I, I came to prefer the Super NES version. Mm-hmm. Um but again, you'll hear the difference here of like this, the Jurassic Park Super NES, that's very much Super Nintendo music. Mm. The Jurassic Park Genesis, very much Genesis music. Like Sam Powell really gives you a Genesis caliber soundtrack. Um, there goes my phone. <laughs> uh, Visitor's Center, and has that C64 quality as if channeled by the Genesis. So it, it, it really speaks to the, the, you know, I think Sam Powell was part of that scene a little too, the, the Sid sound chip stuff. Yeah, the music for Virtual Bart. I'm yes, done. yes, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, it has a lot of attitude. It doesn't really gel with Jurassic Park so much because it's not a in-your-face movie, mm-hmm. um, like an attitude movie. But it works for Sega at the time, who was right. very much trying to get that we are the cool system. Yes. You're playing this cool game with crunching guitars and you know hard beats and whatever. They are the poochie. Of yes, they're the poochie. So Visitor Center, <laughs> uh, the Pump House, which is a bit more minimal, but oh. it's distinctly Sega style, and it adds a little sense of dread so that. It has a little sense of vulnerability. And then after that is, a year later, they, they released Jurassic Park Rampage Edition, which mm. was a follow-up, yes. but used the same assets. So it's like the yeah. 13-2 of Jurassic Park games. <laughs> so like it's not the first time this happened, this idea of releasing a sequel, with, or, or like Spider-Man Edge of Time, which is just reusing Shattered Dimensions assets. It's like, no, a year later, they put out Rampage Edition. Yeah. Uh, and it, that'll be, we have the title screen from that. It's like a remix edition of uh, the game before. So Visitor Center, Pump House, and then the Rampage Edition theme from Sam Powell. All great. We'll be right back.
So, I know, Grim, your thoughts on the Genesis music are, are well documented. I've actually posited a theory right now that this music on a TV speaker that you're listening to when you're 13 isn't uh, that bad. When you hear it in maximum definition on a pair of headphones or anything that has any kind of audio fidelity, it becomes unbearable. Yeah, we recorded a laser time where we had to suffer through some, Gen- some bad Genesis stuff. Yeah. and uh, We've talked about Genesis before on the show, but... I still love the system and the music it can put out, but it's an acquired taste. It's like it, it's like bagpipes. It's challenging stuff. <laughs> like bagpipes, I like think it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think all that stuff is pretty good. Uh, and I th- yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoyed it more Gross. than they did. <laughs> but uh, at the not the long well before I go too much farther, there was also a Sega CD version of Jurassic oh, yes. Park, and even that was completely different. Mm-hmm. And what? Oh, so you have a side-scrolling action game, two overhead action games, mm-hmm. Sega CD for Jurassic or Jurassic Park for Sega CD, point-and-click adventure game, where you go around the <laughs> island, mist style, moving things and taking them back to different parts of the island, and like this key. Now mm. we can't move the Triceratops without some kind of grass. Well, I gotta go find some grass. Can I pick any <laughs> of the grass? That's, no, we gotta find the grass that's locked in an office somewhere on the third floor. So it's like. But it's weird, like they recreated the visitor center in fake three D, yeah. and like you can navigate through it. It's really, it's a really interesting game. But uh, it's mostly atmosphere music, just background. Like you're on a cliff, you're in the woods, you're in, a, you know, nothing. There's not much music to be had. But uh, there are some tracks from Spencer Nilsson, who was very prolific for Sega CD. He did a lot of the. If there was a Genesis version of a game, mm-hmm. he did the Sonic, probably the Sega CD music, like Echo mm-hmm. the Dolphin, Sonic CD, famously, mm-hmm. and other things. He was part of that. Like, I'll make you music that's not game music. I'll mm-hmm. make you. Uh, I'll use actual instruments or synth stuff that approaches actual instruments. But the other thing I thought was uh, amusing is uh, Jurassic Park for Sega CD. One is one is another game that has the music on the the tracks on the CD, so you can like put it in oh, a player yeah. and listen to it, but. Since it's a point-and-click game, much like the Telltale one that's out now, sort of, uh, there are many death scenes. And the death scenes in that game are the screen goes black, and then you just hear, like... And now you're dead. And then and then another one. Wow! <laughs> so, so, yeah... <laughs> and that's creeping me out. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, let's see what this one is. Oh, it's just adding a little uh, layer onto it. Oh, there's some really good ones in here. <laughs> oh, I hate it when my male character streamed like that. <laughs> and then... Uh... Oh. Wow. Sounded, that last noise sounded like a raptor finishing up a balloon animal. <laughs> <laughs> the toucans! Ah! <laughs> the toucans. Um, but then there's also a couple of tracks in here that are actual music. Uh, so we'll do two of these. This is uh, track 11 from the CD, like anybody cares. Uh, I think this is when the Dilophosauruses show up, ah. and it's like... Really? This is the music you're using? We you call them Newman Hunters. Spitters. Uh. Newman Hunters, yes. There you go. Uh, you can feel the Sonic CD soundtrack trying to break through. <laughs> and then after that is track 19, which I swear is the first time you run into raptors. And they're in the dark, but their eyes are glowing like black lights. And it's like you walked into a raptor rave, and this music is like... It's like all you need is a disco ball or some red lights. And it's like... is What? So we'll do those two, and uh, we'll be right back.
So yeah, it's like the raptor thrash uh, thrash off going off in a cave, and they're like, "What? You interrupted our beats, man!" <laughs> that one before it the is, Dilophosaurus thing. Is, I don't know what that instrument is, but I always oh, think oh, of a uh, Beetlejuice making a joke in his cartoon show. Oh, <laughs> I can't even do an impression of it. Sorry, but it's like if you somebody if you made an instrument. If you made it this far into the show, odds are you know the Beetlejuice cartoon <laughs> and noise that I'm speaking of. Yeah, if you're you have play- a commitment to 1993, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you've been giggling. Just a Sega CD version. It looks really, really, really ridiculous. Um, it's all like stand. Like you're just moving a cursor around a screen. Like it's that actually. It's more the 3DO one. The 3DO one. The 3DO one is weird because it came out a little later, and mm-hmm. like the first screenshots of that, which were run in like postage size stamp, stamp size, and EGM. I was yeah. like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to get a 3DO. Oh, I? it's a total joke. And it's a terrible what game. it is. Like, abs- well, I just what, I don't know why, but the Dilophosaurus is on like a. Menu scream coming out of it. It says "Spit Doom." I don't know if that's an option that you click uh, <laughs> with a fat guy in a sheriff's outfit with his gut hanging out. Like, what? What is this game about? And it's uh, it's basically it's called Jurassic Park Interactive. Yeah, and contains three games: Spit or Shoot, a shooting gallery where Dilophosauruses are targets. You use a stun gun. Blah blah blah. So it's a Wii game. T Rex, T exactly. T Rex Chase, a basic driving game where you try to outrun a T Rex. Raptor Maze, a three D first person game where you try and escape a darkened building while being stalked by lost raptors. Yeah. So boo. And then All even after that, like, yeah. is that a second jurnt? Like you're sitting in that Jeep. Yeah. yeah. There's this the arcade. Was that Lost World specific? I think there was a lot. There's a Lost World game as well. Okay. But yeah, that's after that is where I get fuzzy because Jurassic Park just started to become hyper prevalent. It spiraled. Operation and then, Genesis. Uh, and I, then, I did find a new uh, uh, the rag, what we know is ragdoll physics comes from uh-huh. Trespasser Jurassic Park. Like, If you are at all interested in Jurassic Park Trespasser there is a let's play for it that is done by this guy named Research Indicates and it's really good. It's super informative. It's really fun and he talks about how that game is a huge mess for PC. It's a but disaster. It, it, it's just really bad. It's a first person shooter where your health bar is like a heart is tattoo on your heart. and your character's boobs. Oh, that guy. That, that, game. that game, yes. And it, it's it pioneered n- a lot of things, but it's like virtually unplayable. Yes. So that's yeah. the beginning of Ragdoll Physics? Uh, apparently, like according to some Very articles. Early. Multiple articles. That I don't right. really, they don't really explain how in Ragdoll Physics, like what is that? How do exactly, you find yeah. that? You would like stack boxes and puzzles and stuff, and mm-hmm. the boxes would fall realistically. Oh, okay. But he does a great job of making it super entertaining. I just want to plant the fun. seed. Now you make me want to plant the seed out there in our listener base of Jurassic Park Source. I mean, there's Gary's mod. We can do this. Right. Mm-hmm. We can mm-hmm. make a fan made Jurassic Park game. <laughs> yes. And it all, all I wanted to end the show with was a MIDI, the MIDI Yay. of the theme from the Jurassic Park, uh, whatever, the, the auto, the erotics website that was taken down. <laughs> yes. Like, Clever. just a travesty that it's gone. Clever it's girl on girl. Clever oh. girl. Just the names of things. Hammond Fist. Hammond Fist. It's just, it was incredible running with this. <laughs> I bet I can find that for you. Just the MIDI is incredible. But it's amazing. I thought uh, it's gone now. Oh. And it was the thing is, it was like it was like a, a relic yes. that was running even in 2009. And we're like, man, I can't believe it's still here because <laughs> it looks like it was built in 1996. And it was probably designed to be built like it was to, 1996. Yeah. And the mouse, it changes your mouse cursor into a DNA strand <laughs> <Yeah>. that barely <laughs> loads. And Dino DNA. Dino. I can't stop smiling, Joe. Smiling Joe Fusion, so good. That movie is so fun. Uh, but yeah, taking us out is a Jurassic Park remix from Overclock Remix by Ooh. Danny Bar- Baranowski. The Barnadouche. And it's called Before Time, <laughs> okay. uh, which mm-hmm. is a remix of the Super NES song that brought us in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's mm-hmm. totally a site that I champion every chance I get. Overclocked, ocremix.org. Uh, this song, Taking Us Out. The remix is from 2004. Uh, remix from the game. Jonathan Dunn was the original composer. Danny Baranowski taking us out. Thanks for listening to this all Jurassic Park episode of VG Empire. <laughs> so, uh, my I, Tyrannosaurus. It's close enough. Sounded more like Chewbacca. Oh, like did, a, like a yawning Chewbacca. I think I did it louder. So, uh, right. goodbye, everyone. See you guys later. <laughs>